Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Brain Little Trivia Podcast. I am your host, Davo. With me, as always, is Kells. Hello. I've got an idea. An idea so smart my head would explode if I began to know what I was talking about. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> I don't know what that one was either. But it was Andy, funny. Hello. <laughs> hello, Lado Brainers. And Neil, hello. Hi. <laughs> that was that great. That was kind of creepy. Why, why do you guys I laugh? Love. I don't know why you laugh at me most of the time. You just start that laughing. Fan, I don't know why. That was fantastic. I love it. I'm just happy to be here. I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> so good. here we are in you know the second game of Kumite 2, Electric Boogaloo. No. Uh, <laughs> Revenge of the Trivia. No. We'll have to keep working on it. Yeah, we're workshopping. We're workshopping. Yeah. We need more we need more tweets. We need more emails. We need all the help we can get. Uh, Kumite 2, the new batch? Nope. So <laughs> with the new tournament format, I'm guessing Neil will do will handle those logistics for us in just a moment. But before we continue, I would like to give a quick shout out to our wonderful podcasting bros. The Trivia Rogues, they're doing an excellent show this week. We are recording this on the 6th of June. So their topics this week, the ones they, they address, they address a, uh, a bit of Woodrow Wilson, uh, a bit more of the Pokemon franchise, and Moths and Butterflies. So if you like an eclectic mix of topics, everything from... Woodrow Wilson to Moths and Butterflies. Check out the Rogues. We like them a lot. Billy's been on the show a couple times. He's a hoot. So, Neil. Yes. Give us some more details about how we're doing Kumite 2, The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> the Wrath of Kells, you mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so we're going to do a 10-episode season, and at the end of each episode, the winner is going to get three points towards their tournament total. The second-place player will get two points, and the third place will get one point. So this is episode two. Uh, if you recall, Kells won last time. Davo was second. Andy was third. So Kells is currently leading in the, st in the standings, but... It is anybody's game at this point in the tournament. All right. So every week we have a theme. And in that theme, there are six six categories. Each category has four questions. And each question is worth 10 points. And sometimes there's some bonus points. And then there's a final question worth up to 100 points. I almost forgot the rules there for a minute. What? You? But I think I recovered. You did. And so today's theme is drugs oh really and yeah <laughs> so just keep in mind i'm using a technical definition of drugs which is basically uh any substance that when you consume inhale inject smoke blah 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 
causes some kind of physiological change. So these are illegal drugs. They're legal prescription drugs. They're over-the-counter drugs. There's just all kinds of things that can be considered drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a, a new thing we're trying out where I randomly select one of the six categories to be the bonus category. And each question in that category is going to be worth 15 points. And so here I go with my highly technical random number generator. Got it. <laughs> you guys are going to be really excited to know that the first category no. is the bonus category. No. <laughs> And anybody want to guess what the category is? Sports, probably science. No, no, God, no, it no. Oh, <laughs> no. Double down on science. All right. Question one: Aspirin is one of the most common drugs in the world, with something like forty thousand tons being consumed annually. That's like in the tens of billions of pills, I think. It was derived from the bark of which tree? Locked in. Sure. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. All right, Kels? I said cedar. Deva? Willow bark? And Andy? Willow bark. The correct answer is willow. There are references to using willow bark and leaves for pain relief as far back as 500 BCE. So people were basically chewing it or making teas out of it for a long time until a scientist, I think in the 1800s, was able to isolate a particular um, acid in there that was that salicylic acid, I think is what it's called. All right. So question two. Quick question, guys. Before we move on to question two, how many of you chew your aspirin? I usually don't uh, take aspirin. I, I don't. Okay. Aspirin I don't chew time, aspirin because you're not supposed to. Why not? Unless you're having, unless you're having low, like heart attack. Well, I mean, I I would chew aspirin if I had a toothache, but um, I swallow aspirin whole. Like a pill. This is a trick question. So just me chew. then, right? <laughs> I, used to, I used to chew children's aspirin, the orange flavored stuff. Mm. Yeah, to be I, uh... fair, your aspirin's usually dinosaur shaped, and that's a different kind <laughs> of aspirin. Uh, that make, makes my bones strong. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it taste awful? It tastes re- to... uh, dreadful. But I was wondering if it's, it seems to act faster. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's all psychological is, or something. Don't they tell you to chew aspirin if like, if you think you're having a heart attack? Like, I'd be chewing aspirin all like, day. Your system a lot faster. So, I know some, um, people, some people with heart problems take aspirin as, you know, daily to help with yeah. blood. Mm. So what about BC headache powder? Isn't that just powdered aspirin? BC powder? I don't know. BC powder. I'm unfamiliar with that. I mean, I know what it is, but I've never. Yes, it contains aspirin and caffeine. Oh, so it speeds through your your system. Like the BC powder 400. 
<laughs> nice reference. <laughs> All right, let's move on to question two. Cocaine and crack increase the level of this chemical, which acts as a hormone and neurotransmitter and is generally considered to be the chemical of pleasure in the body. Locked in. Locked in with a guess. Oh, I think I'm wrong now. I'm locked in. Uh, dopamine? Oh. Andy? I put down endorphins and I knew that wasn't right. And Kells. Dopamine. The correct answer is dopamine. Question three. What hallucinogen was invented by 1938 by a Swiss chemist and was later used by the CIA to explore mind control in the MK Ultra program? Locked in. Locked in. L- locked in. Okay, Andy? LSD? Kels? LSD. And Devo? LSD. The correct answer is LSD. So it's interesting. This guy invented it in 1938. Um, He was was actually uh, experimenting on psilocybin. 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 Yeah, the mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And... Like three years later, three or four years later, he accidentally touched some of it with his finger and got, you know, started kind of hallucinating a little bit. And then three days later, so we know to the day, the first time someone had uh, an intentional acid trip because <laughs> he, he, he took it intentionally. And yeah. apparently for aficionados, it's known as the... Um, the bicycle ride or something like that, because after he took the LSD, he rode his bicycle home. Oh my God. While he, while he was tripping. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of an interesting side note. All right. Question four in science, what life-saving drug was found accidentally when scientists in 1898 removed the pancreas from a dog to see what would happen? <laughs> <laughs> to see what would happen there's science for you right there i mean technically they were they were checking to see what would happen uh to his digestion to the dog's digestion so say that one more time please what life-saving drug was found accidentally when scientists in 1898 removed the pancreas from a dog to see what would happen oh 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 i'm locked in I'm drawing a blank. I know what this has to be. Um, Locked in. I have no idea. Mm. Ah, okay. Mm, No. I don't know if this counts. I see special teams lining up on the Kells side. I'll wave them off. I'm a gunslinger. (laughs) Uh, I'm locked in. Just having a good time slinging it. <laughs> Kels, I guess insulin. David, uh, insulin, and Andy. Yeah, I guessed insulin because I know the pancreas is tied in with diabetes, so I'm guessing insulin. So basically, what they did was they they thought that the pancreas was uh, 
was involved in digestion. And so they took this dog's pancreas out. And then they noticed a few days later that wherever the dog urinated, flies were, were surrounding it. And they realized that the, his, the dog's urine had a lot of sugar in it. And so they accidentally gave the dog in, uh, diabetes. Worst and dog owners what, ever. Yeah. <laughs> that's what led to the discovery of insulin. They hmm. realized the pancreas must do something to regulate blood sugar. Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> so after the end of bonus round one, I've got Devo with 60 and Andy and Kells both with 45. Rats. I just want everybody in the listening audience, everybody in the whole world to celebrate with me because I swept the science category. <sighs> me. Mr. Nothing? himself. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Congratulations. Well done, Devo. Thank you. Okay. Question or category two is music. Oh, question one. The A Team is a 2011 song about a prostitute addicted to crack. It was the debut single by this English singer songwriter. Locked in. Yeah, I think. The A Team? Yeah, I'm locked in. Why was I even second guessing myself? Yeah. 2011 English singer. I'm going to put. A name down. I believe it was nominated for a Grammy for a debut single. I'm locked in. David? Oh no. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I put down Ed Sheeran. Are you <clears throat> my turn? Yeah. It's it's Ed Sheeran and he how did you come up with that? Uh, he, he's an English singer songwriter, and I know he tends to write. I, I, I'm not going to lie; I guessed, utterly oh, guessed. This is killing me, <laughs> killing me, Smalls. Kells. Uh, well, he's the only other uh, English singer I could think of. I knew it wasn't Adele, so I said, "Yeah, it, she ran." Correct <laughs> answer, Edge. Question two: I can't feel my face. Is a song that might be about doing large amounts of cocaine, depending on you ask and when you ask it what which canadian singer had a hit in 2015 with this song locked in locked oh. in uh locked in i think yeah i'm gonna be locked in with that this time i'm Andy. pulling the devo guess out for canada that year i'm all i can come up with is the weekend kels it's what everybody's looking forward to. It's the weekend. And Devo. Uh, my mind is on the NBA Finals, so I said Drake. <laughs> I, was say, I was hoping someone would say Drake. Uh, the correct answer is the weekend. See, I heard that. I can't feel my favorite. What? The Cartman do a remix? The Cartman do a remix? Yeah. Cartman did the remix. That song's awful. <laughs> but the Cartman mixtape is actually pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I can't feel my face when I'm making You are really good at yeah, that. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> but I love it. 
We're going to cut all that out for copyright, but, you know. <laughs> you, can, you can sing a song. You don't yeah, have to you're, you're, you're fine, man. But I love it. Or not that no, fun. that doesn't mean you yeah, should I mean, doing it. We, <laughs> oh, oh, we do okay, want you fine. to stop. I, okay. Please, I, I God, stop. But not for, but, but not for legal purposes. Yeah, not for legal Okay, for, I'm, I'm For, uh, you know, just human reasons. Moral uh, and ethical purposes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be for legal reasons if we get sued because someone has PTSD after right. listening. <laughs> we want to <laughs> develop a listening base, not terrify them well we'll put a trigger warning at the beginning yeah. of this show not a bad idea <laughs> i think this is an easy one but i didn't realize what the song was about at first uh question three kickstart my heart is a 1989 song by a heavy metal band recently fe- featured in a netflix biopic it supposedly refers to the epinephrine injected into a band member's heart after he overdosed Name the band, and for a bonus, name the member of the band whose heart was kickstarted. Locked in. I'm locked. In. Mm-hmm. I'm locked in. Kels. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Motley Crew, and since I don't really know anybody from the band, I said uh, Leonard Motley. Was <laughs> <laughs> like Brooks and Dunn, Leonard Motley, and and Kip Crew. <laughs> Kip. I'm pretty sure Motley Crew would have kicked out anybody whose name was Kip. <laughs> Probably. Dave. Uh, Motley Crew, and I believe the the member who had his heart kickstarted was Nikki Six. And Andy. Yeah, I'm. I know it's not. It's Motley Crue, and I know it's not lead singer Vince Neil. And I, th- it's between Tommy Lee and Nikki Six. I, th- I think it's Nikki. So I'm going. I wrote down Nikki. The answer is okay. The correct answer is Motley Crue, and the band member was Nikki Six. Yes. Oh, that was ominous. Oh, it's the thunder. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a match with the Undertaker after we, after we get off. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what that it was. Takes them, a, takes them a little longer to get to the ring these days, so <laughs> we got time. Just, just like even you. I got that reference, by the way. Yeah, I'm proud Thank of you. you. You've learned. Been pretty, pretty smart today. <laughs> All right, the last question in music. Which artist outlined how getting high preventing him, prevented him from doing daily chores, paying child support, and eventually ruined his life in a 2001 song? Locked in. Oh, I know the song name, but I don't know if I can come up with the... Oh, wait a minute. 2001? Mm-hmm. I, I had... Yeah, I'm... Oh, I'm locking in. If I'm wrong, I'm going to look really bad. Probably. Well, I'm probably wrong. I'm locked in. I'm probably wrong. And I don't care if I look bad. Andy? The song is Because I Got High, and the artist was Afro Man, I think. I think. Kels? Do we have to come up with the song title, too? I just no. thought it was artist. No, just the artist. No. Okay. It's Afro Man. 
Oh, thank no, goodness. Was a thing. Man. I wasn't sure if I was remembering that right. Do you want to just say not Afro man? No, I want to, I um, want to hear Dave's guess. Please let it be Ed Sheeran. <laughs> My answer is Bismarcky. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's probably safe to say that this was a one hit wonder. Yeah. Well, uh, he was the correct answer is Afro Man. I, I actually I saw him in concert. Yeah, he was he was actually kind of a comedian, right? I mean, he was this. His songs were. Yeah, funny. I mean, I, I it wasn't. I, I don't know if he was necessarily a one hit wonder, though. I couldn't come up with another song, but you know, it was it was supposed to be ridiculous and funny. Yeah, the the song though was pretty depressing. I mean, he he goes from not being able to finishes chores to flunking out of school um not being able to get to court for his um, <coughs> custody hearing is gets divorced he loses custody of his kids can't pay child support and eventually has gets in an accident and becomes a paraplegic but he was still happy yeah, it goes downhill pretty fast yeah <laughs> it's not it's not a funny song well it's, i mean it's kind of funny but it's not it's, it's deliberate <laughs> Well, at the end of round two, things have tightened up a little bit. We've got Andy in the lead with 87. Close behind is Kells with 85, and Davo has 82. Whoa, 85, such a, such a good year. So it was 87. 82 is all right. Yeah, I'm a fan of 82. Yeah. All right, let's 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 move on to sports. Oh. Yeah. Did you know there were drugs in sports? No. I heard I almost made a joke answer right off the bat, like, no, I'll wait for the question. <laughs> question one. Lance Armstrong admitted in 2015. <laughs> <Hold> <laughs> there you go. I have one other name up my sleeve. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the drugs and sports. Speaking of drugs and sports, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Question one. Lance Armstrong admitted in 2013 to doping and steroid and other drug use during his career. All of his Tour de France wins were vacated as a result. How many times had he won the race? Locked in. Locked in. <laughs> Locked in. Andy? Uh, I had uh, or still have a, a great friend that was a huge Lance Armstrong fan up until his end, and I know it's seven. Oh, I just I just gave you seven points for that. Else? <laughs> <laughs> I, I said seven as well. And Davo. Seven. Her answer is he, he won seven consecutive Tour de France's. So now there's just a big gaping hole in the record book. So they didn't they didn't retroactively give it to the second place. Question two in sports. Who was the second pick in the 1986 NBA draft who died of a cocaine overdose two days after the draft? Locked and in. Bonus. Locked bonus. In. Hang on. I'm not done Damn, with I have no I'm idea. So sorry. I'm, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Bonus. What university did he attend? Locked in. Locked in again. <laughs> 1986 draft pick that died two days after the draft? And you yeah, guys uh-huh. have his name memorized. Yes. Oh, yeah. I knew, major I knew that one. 
I would have gotten this one. And I don't do sports. Although I had no idea what university was. It was clearly Wiley Coyote from Acme <laughs> University. I have, all right, I'm, I'm locking in. You have to be coked out to keep buying from Acme. <laughs> Kels? I believe you're referring to Lynn Bias, who was drafted by the defending uh, champion Boston Celtics, who went to the University of Maryland. Len Bias, University of Maryland. Andy. I didn't know, so just as a safe guess, I thought it might have been Daryl Strawberry and he got better. <laughs> you mean <from> right? <laughs> and took up baseball. <laughs> All I could come up with. Cocaine's a hell of a I know, drug. right? <laughs> the correct answer is Len Bias, and he attended the University of Maryland. <sighs> The name sounds familiar now, but I would not have gotten that in a million years. Yeah, it was he... kind of a big deal at the time because it showed that you well, it was crack that killed him, correct? And that was cocaine. It was straight up cocaine. Yeah, that one time use of cocaine can be lethal. He'd never yeah. used drugs before and it was a celebration. Hey, I'm gonna do some coke since I got drafted and on campus. You know, yeah. yeah, and and Cocaine was still kind of thought of as recreational. Mm -hmm. And it showed that this athlete in the prime of his life, if he will die from cocaine, anybody can, you know? Yeah. I I didn't realize it needed to be proved. I thought everybody kind of understood, yeah, cocaine would kill anybody. But, okay. Uh, Well... No, I well, I was ten when that happened, and it was you know the just say no to drugs was still there, yeah, and that they that was latched onto, and it really made an impact. It was like one of those touchstones that made an impact on drug awareness. In the late nineteenth and early twentieth century, what plant derived poison was used as a performance enhancer for distance athletes due to its convulsive effects? I want to say this. I don't know if it's a convulsive, but I want to say that. Uh, locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in with a total guess. David? Well, I, I had a couple of thoughts. That were running. I, I basically was down to hemlock and arsenic, and I don't think I think hemlock works differently than than that. So I went with, or I actually just went with arsenic. Okay. And- I totally guessed with arsenic, and I'm feeling a little bit better that Davo guessed it, but it's also kind of sciency, so could go either way. Kels. I went with longtime partner of um, Old Lace. Instead <laughs> <laughs> arsenic. Well, the correct answer is, in fact, strychnine. Oh. Ow. There was a one, I think it was a marathon, where the, the runner was getting 
like a few miles away from the from the finish line, and his trainer injected him with some strychnine to get him through the <laughs> get him over the hump. Wow, it, it was pretty common. I'm not really sure what the convulsive effects were supposed to do, because obviously, if you take too much strychnine, you convulse yourself right into right. death. So, all right, question four in sports. What eight-time Grand Slam winner tested positive for amphetamines in 1997 as his career was in a decline? Locked in. Well, you said him, so it's not Steffi Graf. No, she was later. Oh, oh. Yeah, maybe. I'm locking in. I'm locked in. Okay. Uh, let's start with Kells. What's your answer? I guessed Andre Agassi. David? How dare you? <laughs> David? I had Agassi's first shoe when I played tennis in high school. It was amazing. Um, uh, I guessed Boris Becker. Ooh, that's probably a better guess. So was Agassi out there playing tennis in one shoe? Yeah, it's a valid question. He was. He was that good. How did he was that good? Since you had his other one, Cinderella. You know what? (laughs) I I can win this match on one shoe. There's a kid in Wyoming that needs this shoe more than I. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was Andre Agassi, but now I kind of wish I went with Davo's guess. Well, it's funny that you should mention Steffi Graf. Andy, because this gentleman was married to Steffi Graf for a while. Oh, it is Andre Agassi. Agassi. (laughs) He's still married to Steffi Graf, isn't he? I thought so. I think think so. I don't know. He was married to Brooke Shields briefly, too. Yes, he was. Okay. So at the end of round three... We've had another change in leadership. I've got Kells with 117, Andy with 107, and Deva with 104. Anybody's game. Let's move on to category four, which is movies. Yay. Oh, I, you know, I should have mentioned this earlier, but I had a lot of help for this category, or this this whole quiz from a friend of the show, Jeff. LFA! Well, I, 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 I'm sorry. Those... I've always wanted. What do you shout there when we say Jeff's name? El Jefe. El Jefe. El Jefe. El Jefe. <laughs> why, why, why El Jefe? Well, how do you spell El Jefe? He doesn't know. J E F E. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And, and El Jefe means the, the boss in uh, in Spanish. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> it's a double funny. Well, it certainly has been cracking <laughs> me up in a very inquisical way. So anyway, the, the reason why uh, I thought of that just now is because he helped me out with the movies category and, and some of the other, the following categories. I did the first three. So uh, thanks, Jeff. Category four is movies. Question one, what movie from 1958 starring Elizabeth Taylor and Paul Newman is about an alcoholic ex-football player? Oh, I should know this. 
I have no idea. Feels like something I should know. Um, so if you guys would like a hint, I have a hint available. Please. Please. Devo, you too? Uh, yeah. Can I unlock? Oh, you locked it? Oh, did you, did you lock it? I locked. I'll let you unlock if you want the hint. Sure. I have no idea. It's based on the Pulitzer Prize winning play of the same name by Tennessee Williams. Oh. Um, oh, of course. Locked in. Uh, locked in. I'm, I'm locked in. Andy, you locked in? All right, Kels, what's your answer? Uh, well, I, I scratched out Butterfield 8. Because <laughs> I, I have no idea what that's about. Good Elizabeth Taylor movie. Yeah, I mean, Academy Award winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she won the Academy Award, I think. But uh, I went with Cat on the Hat Tin Roof. Andy? Yeah, Big Daddy. It's Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> you got to wipe that sultry off the mic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a saxophone playing somewhere. <laughs> I uh, I scratched out Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf Ooh. and put down Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Correct answer is cat on a hot tin roof. I should never give you guys hints. <laughs> no, 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 please. <laughs> there was no way I was getting that otherwise. Question two. Train spotting was a film about a man named Renton who was deeply immersed in the Edinburgh drug scene and trying to clean up his life. What was Renton's drug of choice? Locked, Locked in. in. And you, you will want to reread that because it's not Edinburgh. It's Edinburgh. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it says Edinburgh right here. <laughs> B-U-R-G-H spells Berg. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never seen this movie. You need to watch this movie. It's really good. I I think not at all depressing. It's <laughs> overrated. Uh, it's kind so of one of those movies that hits at a moment in time. Yeah, maybe. When it hit, yeah, I, it was I remember, I, a big deal. I saw it in the theater. It was a big deal. Yeah. I'm locked in. Andy. Heroin. Mm. David? Heroin. And Kells. I said acid. Correct answer is heroin. 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 So I have a trivia nugget about the uh, movie, Train Spotting. Oh. Kells, this really won't mean anything to you because you haven't seen the movie yet. But uh, Andy, do you remember the worst toilet in Scotland? Yep. You know how they made the worst toilet in Scotland look like that? With chocolate, I believe. It was chocolate. So. Yeah. It was actually the the set actually smelled amazing. <laughs> it smelled delicious. Question three: This Academy Award Best Picture winner not only portrayed the use of hallucinogens and other drugs, but could also be considered the first LGBT film to win the award. Best? Oh crap! I'm locked in. I don't know why I'm locking in with this. I don't feel good about this at all. 
I think, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I might have it. I might be a little too early. I'm locked in. So just to be clear, what I mean is that it portrays LBGT themes, not necessarily that the actors are LGBT. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of gay actors that won awards before that, whether they were open or not or out or not. Yeah, Davo, you remember that scene from Sound of Music? Oh, man. <laughs> it was. Woo. Why else was she just in the mountains singing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's Doe got a point. A deer. Look, it's a deer. <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody locked that in? soundtrack. <laughs> I'm, I'm locked yeah, in. Yeah, I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. Okay, let's start with Devo. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, I went Midnight Cowboy. Kels? believe it was the winner in 1969, Midnight Cowboy. And Andy? The Wild World of Robin. That's right. The correct answer is the only X-rated movie to win this picture, and that was Midnight Cowboy. It was X-rated. Yes, it was. Did not know that. It was actually X-rated specifically because of the drugs and the homosexual themes in the movie, because John Voight was a male prostitute. Well, Rizzo, he wanted to. He wanted to be seventies, though. He wanted to be a gigolo, but he actually seemed to be more attractive, or he found more male clients than female clients. Uh, I, is is the movie really good? I liked it a lot. I, I like the movie a lot. I've seen it okay. several times. I, I'll I'll check it out. That's. I mean, if you want to get the reference, uh, we're walking here. That's that's where you go. All right, question four in movies. What 2017 Tom Cruise movie is a biopic about Barry Seal, a former TWA pilot who ends up running drugs for the Medellin cartel, turning Mena, Arkansas into a major cocaine hub in the 1980s? Locked in. Uh, it's, um, I got, I got half of it. I'm like I'm like this. Now poop. I'm locked in. <laughs> All right. Andy. American made. Devo. Freedom Air. And uh american made my mind was going to every other american movie until made popped in there like hustle uh beauty like all of those were popping up american gigolo american ninja american pie <laughs> american didn't, american didn't, assassin didn't j-lo have a movie called made in america or something like made that? made manhattan made manhattan right. yeah yeah Anyway, the correct answer is American-made. 
And at the end of round four, I've got the scores as Kells with 147, Andy 137, and Devo at 134. It's a pretty close game. Mm -hmm. So let's move on to our next category, which is the government. Question one. Which president first declared a war on drugs and later created the Drug Enforcement Agency? Hmm. Uh, no. Yeah. No. no. I'm locked in. <sighs> Somebody still thinking? Uh, me. Oh. Can't be right. Oh well, since they locked in, I can openly talk about it. So, sure. mm -hmm. so I watch Narcos on Netflix, mm -hmm. and um, the latest one was uh, Narcos Mexico, where they talk about you know the growth of marijuana across the border, and. I feel like they said that the DEA had just started around that time. But I Did feel like show? there was... Yeah, yeah, I really like Narcos. Okay. I really like it. Um, but I feel like the president who would have started a war on drugs was like a decade earlier. But I don't know if the DEA was under him or not. So I'm... Um, torn between torn between two lovers feeling we're all out of faith so that to be torn between these two lovers <laughs> uh yeah i'm locked in all right devo uh richard nixon oh thank god kells I went with Nixon. Andy. It is Nixon. It is indeed Nixon. Woohoo! Question two. Yeah, what is the name of the, the act that enacted a ban on the domestic distribution of drugs in the year 1915? The first time the federal government enacted a drug ban. Tail end of the progressive era. I'm I'm locked in with a total guess. This is a pretty tough question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm locked in. It's a really long title, but um This is an excellent question, by the way. This is a I am locked in. LFA question. LFA. Mm. He's my go-to guy for all the drug stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on, that drug didn't come out right. Rephrase. <laughs> Andy? Um, I'm totally taking a stab on the dark. It's, it's the progressive era. It's after the jungle came out in the first acts on on safety and food 
And I'm wondering by 1915, if it's not the Food and Drug Act, hmm. which would create oh. the FDA. Oh. Nice. So yeah. that's that's my logic stream and guess, but it's a total guess. I really like that logic. Me too. There you go. Uh, I went with the Party Pooper Act of 1915. <laughs> yeah, I went with the Don't Let Me Catch You Slanging That Stuff Around Here Again Act. well the act was uh to provide for the registration of with collectors of internal revenue and to impose a special tax on all persons who produce import manufacture compound deal and dispense sell distribute or give away opium or coca leaves their salts derivatives or preparations and for other purposes and it was Uh called the harrison narcotics tax act oh how could i have forgotten about the harrison Narcotics tax act. Yeah. Yeah. That's um that's trivial. Representative Burton, Francis Burton Harrison in New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You remember you Oh yeah. My fourth favorite New Yorker right there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm sensing you guys didn't like that question. But I had to make sure I got I wanted to make sure I got at least one that I could sweep you on, so well, well, that's two now. successfully done. It is two. All right. Question three in the government. The DEA currently classifies two legal objects as drug paraphernalia on their website's MDMA page. Name either of these two objects. As drug paraphernalia? On the MDMA page specifically. Okay. MD. Locked in. Uh, okay. Or actually, damn it, I locked in too soon. I will give you a bonus if I'll give you a bonus if you name both of them. I'm locked in, and I may be totally off base, but I am locked in. I'm sure. I'm. I'll lock in with. All right. Kells, what's your answer? I vaguely remember um, seeing something where glow sticks were considered paraphernalia. Okay. Andy? Little tiny Ziploc bags. And Devo? I wrote down two things. You wanted, you get a bonus for two? Is that right? If you can, if, yeah, if you can get both of them, you'll get a bonus. Uh, I wrote, well, the, the, my first thing, the first thing I wrote down was a pacifier, like a binky for a baby. Okay. And then I wrote down glow sticks. Well, presumably this is because the reason these are paraphernalia is because they're often used at raves where, where MDMA or ecstasy is used. The two objects are glow sticks and pacifiers. Woo-hoo! Well done, Davo. Nice. So this website that that is a DEA website is, I think, geared aimed towards um, kids, and teenagers. They also list on different websites as drug paraphernalia balloons, straws, rags, and small spoons. So if you have any of those, you may be doing drugs. Or you may so be 
searched. Or you may be a normal person that has straws, rags, and spoons. And balloons. I have all those things in my kitchen. Crap. Or you the could balloons, be I suppose, are supposedly because or people will fill them with, with nitrous and, yeah. and nail those. The straws, obviously, are for cocaine. The rags, I'm not really sure what those are for. Huff and paint. In, unless it's for an inhalant, yeah. Yeah. And then the small spoons for either uh, snorting coke or for um, crack or heroin. Stirring tea. Yeah, or that. With or pinky music. up, little tink tink. I mean, fancy. Or jam bands. <laughs> or Soundgarden concerts. <laughs> right, question four. What U.S. president pardoned his brother for his drug offenses? Oh. oh. Is it his brother? Oh no! Locked, Locked in. I'm locking in right now. I'm and I'm locked in as well. I, okay, uh, Andy, what's your answer? Well, I was torn between Bill Clinton and Jimmy Carter because they both had brothers that uh, did not reflect well on their presidency. But Jimmy Carter's brother Billy was more of a just a good old boy alcohol guy. So I think it's Bill Clinton's brother. Okay. Uh, Dave I used the same ob- uh, logic in the opposite direction because I thought Roger Clinton was just a good old boy alcoholic and I thought Billy Carter was more severe. So I went with Billy Carter. So President Carter. Kels? Well... I went with the president from right down the street from my hometown, uh, William Jefferson Clinton. The correct answer is Bill Clinton, who pardoned his brother Roger as one of the very last things he did as president. Yeah, I think, I think you got that backwards. uh, Dave, I think, I think uh, the Carter, Billy Carter was a, just a good old boy. All right, end of round five. Kells is still on the lead with 177. Andy has 157, and Devo is 156. Ooh. We have one last category, which is business. Business. In 2018, a pharmaceutical executive nicknamed Pharma Bro was sentenced to seven years in prison for securities fraud. He had previously raised the prices of life-saving drugs from $13.50 a pill to $750 a pill. What is the Pharma Bros' real name? Locked in. I have no idea how to pronounce it properly, but locked in. Um, I'm locked in. Andy? Martin Shkreli. Eva? Uh, Martin Screlly? Screlly? Kells? Uh, Martin Skrillex. <laughs> Martin Screlly. <laughs> you know, when I was, uh, when I was writing this, this question, I thought of him, but I couldn't remember his name. So I Googled smirking pharmacy executive and I got right to him. Boom. <laughs> he kind of has, has this smirk that you just want to. I don't like to punchable. say that someone has this punchable face, but he does. He kind of does have a punchable face. He has the all-time Miz face. 
in the world. Yeah, I think if you Google douchebag, he's the first that comes up too. Yeah. But he actually, he actually, like, is he going to have to serve time? He's in prison right now. Yeah, he's oh, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. He was running some kind of Ponzi, Ponzi scheme. I don't really, I didn't really get into it too deeply. Question two. Executives of Insys Therapeutics were found guilty of racketeering in May of 2019 for illegally promoting the prescribing of what drug through bribes and mail fraud? I'm locked in. Got two choices. Also locked in. I'm totally guessing. Locked in. Deva? Well, the timing of it makes me think of the opioid crisis that the country is currently dealing with. And the big culprit there was Oxycontin. But it could also be fentanyl. So I but I wrote down Oxycontin. Kels. Oxycontin. And Andy. Viagra. Whoa. Wow, that's my third sweep of the day. The correct answer <gasps> is fentanyl. <laughs> okay, Kels, for the for the sake of the competition, you need to get the next two questions wrong. And Andy and I need to get them right. So yeah, take, just a dive, take a break. Kels. Take a dive. Relax. In the fifth, your ass goes down. Just take a break. <laughs> Relax. Question three. What drug, one of the most... Sorry. Question three. What drug, which is one of the most deadly poisons we know of, is often marketed for use in cos for cosmetic purposes? What? Locked in? Deadly drug. Deadly Using poison. Cosmic. Deadly uh, poisonous. Uh, I'm not happy about this. Yeah, I'm locked in. Tell us how you feel about getting this one wrong. Well, I don't think I have much of a choice. <laughs> now the real question is how do i feel about if i can get this one right i don't have much of a choice <laughs> right. what was the count coming into this category locked in uh, you were 20 up, up. Oh, okay 20 21 over uh Dave L, technically yeah okay everybody's locked in let's start with kel's I went back to the partner of Old Lace and said arsenic. Andy? High karate. <laughs> and Devo? Uh, Botox? Oh. The correct answer is Botox. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, in the, it's in the title. Tox. Come on, people. Well, you couldn't market it if you, know, you really couldn't market it if it was like, "Hey, shoot this botulism in your face." <laughs> yeah, so Botox literally stands for botulinum toxin. Wow! And uh, there's eight different kinds of 
Botox or, or botulism toxin. Uh, the first two, they're called types A and B. They're capable of causing disease in humans, but they're also the ones that are being used medically. So as with most things, the poison is the, the dose makes the poison. So mm-hmm. a small enough amount, just basically what Botox does is it paralyzes, paralyzes the, the muscles in the face, which is what causes the wrinkles to go away. So a small enough dose is okay. Uh, type H is considered by some to be the most deadly substance in the world. An injection of two nanograms can cause death to an adult. Nanograms? Nanograms. Wow. That's a not very large amount. No. All right. So on that note, uh, let's move on to question four. In 2007... Purdue Pharmaceuticals pled guilty to felony misbranding charges, claiming that this painkiller was less addictive than alternatives. This was a few years after Rush Limbaugh admitted to being addicted to the medicine. Locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. Andy? Oxycontin. Devo? Oxycontin. And Kells? I say a Percocet. The correct answer is Oxycontin, which is the brand name for Oxycodone. So either one of those would have been acceptable. All right. Well, we're at the end of the regular categories. And I've got Kells in the lead with 187. Devo in a distant second with 186. (laughs) Andy with 177. Whoo! Right, I'm turning my paper right over, now. so when we sell this on eBay, this will be one of the rare double-siders. All nice. Right. My answer page is flipped over. I am ready for the final category. So, for the final category, do you guys know how Schedule One drugs are defined by the DEA? No. No. There's three criteria. The drug has to be has to have a high potential for abuse. It has to have no currently accepted medical treatment in the US. And it has a lack of accepted safety for use under medical supervision, meaning it's basically not safe to use even under medical supervision. I believe that's what it means. So I have a list here of 13 of the Schedule One drugs, and I need you to name 10 of them for 10 points each. Oh, God! Oh, God, please, no! 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 Your time starts now. Oh. B-U-R-G-H spells Berg. All right, everybody's locked in. Let's get some answers from Andy first. I have heroin, marijuana, ecstasy, cocaine, LSD, bath salts, crack, shrooms, speed, and quaaludes. Don't forget the ludes. Okay. Deva? Um, I have crack, 
uh, meth, heroin, LSD, pardon me, cocaine, ecstasy, nitrous, hmm. um, mushrooms, and I I couldn't think of another inhalant. So it's like I went like huffing paint, you know, what those inhalants. I don't know a name for an inhalant, but I just think a dude like the dude on the in the meme with like the gold mouth. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I wouldn't so, paint. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are, sir. <laughs> okay, uh, Kels, what's your list? I said uh, heroin, marijuana, MDMA, LSD, cocaine, mescaline. Oh. Acid, PCP, oh. Flintstones vitamins, and hey. Surge. So for Andy, I've got heroin, marijuana, um, Wait a minute. Said ecstasy. What? Marijuana's got 10,000 medical uses. I know. That's why I was surprised. It's, it's, still, it's, it's still a Schedule it's 1. Still schedule it's one, still a Schedule yeah. 1 by the federal government, that's, by the DEA. Oh, that's... Give me the point, Davo. Let it go. The DA refuses to admit that marijuana is less addictive than, say, heroin. Yeah. It's less addictive than coffee. Which is also not Schedule 1. Okay, so anyway, Andy uh, got heroin, marijuana, ecstasy, LSD, bath salts, shrooms, or psilocybin, and quaaludes. So I've got Seven for Andy. Oh, nice, Andy. Thank you. Bring his total to 247. Devo, for you, uh, your correct answers were heroin, LSD, ecstasy, and mushrooms. So I got 40 for you because crack, crack, meth, coke, nitrous, and paint were the other ones. That uh, gives you 226. Kells, you got heroin. Marijuana, MDMA or ecstasy, LSD, mescaline, and Rats. LSD for six six correct, which gives you sixty points. Which means hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I use, you said LSD twice. Oh, what did you have? Well, uh, I I wrote I, LSD twice. Okay. Did you I, say acid for one? I said acid. Is it LSD? Acid, acid and LSD, LSD are the same thing. Oh, okay. Well, I got, I got five. Top of my head. Oh, Which means Andy, Andy. Andy out the win. Woo, that was close. Forty-seven. Nice, Congratulations, Andy. Andy. Thank you Great all. Game. Now let's go party. Kels came in. Kels came in second. Devo was third. After, after game two in the tournament. Our totals are Kells with five, Andy has four points, and Devo has three. Oh, other Schedule 1 drugs that you guys missed were GHB. I don't really know what that is. Oh, oh it's, um, uh, it's, isn't yeah, that, I don't know either. Isn't that a steroid? Is GHB a steroid? No, it's HGH. Oh, it's HGH. It's so... <laughs> Um, synthetic marijuana and analogs, whatever that means. Um, mm-hmm. Cot. I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. K H A T. No idea. 
Um, and then the the last one I have here, you guys, one of you got is bath salts. So that's the list. Well, congratulations, Andy, and thank, thank you, you all for a wonderful game. Don't do drugs out there, kids. Just say no. Listen to Mr. T. So from and Nancy Reagan. So from all of us here at the uh, Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Davo with Kells. You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? No crack does. It kills your brain cells, sons. It kills your brain cells. Andy. My name is Otto. I like to get blottoed. And Neil. We can't have a drug episode without a quote from Hunter S. Thompson, who once said, I hate to abdicate drugs, alcohol, violence, or insanity to anyone, but they've always worked for me. (laughs) Signing off. Oh, yeah. Like what you hear, yeah. You should listen to the show on your favorite podcast app. Yeah. Wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Yeah. You want to talk to us? You can tweet us at Brain. Yeah. Also, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We're Brain Ladle Productions. Yeah. Don't you miss it. Yeah. We also have individual website and emails brainladletrivia.com you can find neil you can find kills Dave and andy yeah if you want to donate to the madness we have a patreon we hope to see you again soon go down that lonesome highway yeah dig it The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, all rights reserved.